0: Hi, and welcome to the Bell Podcast. How's everybody doing today? I know it's a little bit chilly outside, but the sun is still shining, so let's have a smile on that face. And please drink some water, because let's face it, you guys, we got to take care of ourselves. Now, the article we're going to be jumping into today is called, Why China is Imposing Lockdowns on Millions of Their Citizens. It Seems like a pretty important question, right? Well, let's jump into it. On September 1st, 2022, Chinese metropolis Chengdu in the southwestern Sichuan province imposed a citywide lockdown. This dictated that all 21 million residents of Chengdu must confine themselves to their homes for the foreseeable future. Yet, 21 million. About 70% of flights have been suspended to and from the city, furthermore, which is a major transit hub as well as a governmental and economic center. This will be the largest lockdown in China since Shanghai's 25 million citizens underwent a painful two-month lockdown that ended in June of this year. The lockdown, announced hours before it went into force, sparked panic buying across the city. Social media photos, which I have on my site, showed markets packed with crowds, cars filled with groceries, and check it out, even a dozen chickens strapped onto the roof of a car. Can you, can you imagine being that panicked? Anyways, let's get into the, the lockdowns themselves. The citizens of Chengdu are required to quarantine themselves inside their homes, along with a variety of restrictions. Households are allowed to send one person out for grocery shopping once per day if they can show a recent negative test, and residents with emergency requests such as seeking medical care must gain approval from a neighborhood committee. Now, can you just imagine for a second that, you know, your, your dad's having a heart attack in the back room, and you've got to go ask your neighbor if you could take him to the ER. Well, that's the rule. As a result of the lockdowns, all businesses are to be closed, except for supermarkets, pharmacies, and hospitals. The start of a new school term has been delayed also, and online classes are being implemented. Mass testing for the city will be rolled out from Thursday to Sunday, said the city government and of course all citizens are required to participate in the testing this action comes from china's zero tolerance covid policy which i mean it's exactly what it sounds like when a covid outbreak begins they lock down the city shut borders impose travel bans and strict strict mass surveillance roll out mass testing and in some cases separate children from their parents and this is far from the first time that they have exercised those authorities, with NPR reporting in April that 45 cities across China were under some sort of lockdown. Throughout the pandemic, China's international borders have been effectively closed, preventing almost anyone from getting in or out. Now if we're getting to the specifics of the cases in Chengdu, and I'm no, I'm no health expert, but there are 21 million citizens in Chengdu. However, they only recorded 700, which prompted, 700 cases, which prompted, you know, the lockdowns, the city government said in a different notice. That that seems a little outsized to me, but that is the effects of the zero tolerance COVID policy. 700 cases, all 21 million gotta go. They gotta be locked down to stop this outbreak. That's, that's the policy. China's southern hub of Shenzhen province said new COVID restrictions will be imposed on Thursday in its Nanshan district, which houses the headquarters of tech giants Tencent and ZTE, which I mean, super important. The district government said it has ordered entertainment venues, including cinemas, bars, and karaoke clubs, to close, and even imposed requirements for residents to pro- to produce a recent negative test to enter their own housing compounds. Last month, travelers in the southern island of Hainan sparked protests after more than 80,000 tourists have been stranded in a resort city because of a COVID flare up. Understandably, the zero tolerance strategy is facing growing growing challenges from the highly infectious Omicron variant, with authorities across China struggling to tamp down outbreaks because of course it's very infectious. In the past 10 days, local cases have been recorded in all of mainland China's 31 provinces and regions. While initially they were supportive of the zero tolerance approach, the Chinese public have increasingly become fed up with the unending restrictions on their daily lives. The often swift and ruthless enforcement of zero tolerance by local governments has done zero favors in quelling public anger and resentment. Close your eyes for a second here, unless you're driving, but close your eyes and imagine you were forced to stay in your house for months on end, at the penalty of jail if you walked outside. How would you feel? Now, we've gone into the personal impact of the zero tolerance COVID policies, but let's get into a little bit of the economic impact. Now, to put it bluntly, the lockdowns have crippled China's economic growth. If the lockdowns weren't enough, China has further stifled its economy with its struggling property market, declining global demand for consumer goods, and high debt fueled by infrastructure investment, all of which is according to chief economist of the Capital Economics Group in London, Neil Shearing. Now, for... Further details in July, youth unemployment in China hit a record high with 1 out of 5 young people out of work. In addition, in a media briefing in May, the Director General of the WHO, I'm, I'm really sorry if I butcher this, but Tedros Adhanom Ghebreyesus stated Quote, China's zero-tolerance COVID-19 policy is not sustainable given what is now known about the virus and what we anticipate in the future. He continued saying, We have discussed this issue with Chinese experts, and we indicated that the approach will not be sustainable. I think a shift will be very important." End quote. Now, in 2020, when China locked down the city of Wuhan and limited travel nationwide, the nation's GDP dropped 6.8% in the first quarter of the year. However, the economy swiftly recovered. Last year's growth miraculously ended up being 8.1%. However, this year's GDP growth has been so far cut in half with growth only at 4.8% in the first quarter reports. With manufacturing and service sector activity decreasing in April to its lowest levels in over two years, Economists believe things would most likely only get worse if they do not change course. Well, the economists were heard, and in April of this year, the International Monetary Fund, or the IMF, revised its annual growth forecast for China to 4.4%, down from the 4.8%. In a different report released shortly thereafter, the IMF lowered its worldwide growth forecast to 3.6% from 4.4, and warned that more disruptions in China could further impede growth in the countries that rely most on it for trade. Now, despite this economic and social toll, Chinese leaders have repeatedly pledged to stick to the zero tolerance policy, insisting that it is saving lives. Health officials say the relatively low vaccination rate among china's elderly population and inadequate rural health care capacity are huge hurdles to overcome if they are to abandon zero tolerance the government has not offered any timeline on a possible shift of policy well that is the end of the article everybody what do you think Uh, If you'd like to leave comments on it, you know, you can always go to the website www.thebellonline.net and just leave a comment on the post. Well, I'll get out of your hair now. And uh, if you want to check out any of our other episodes, they're all great. I I did get a new mic today. I don't know if you've noticed that. Let me know what you think. But uh, yeah, everybody have a great day and uh, I'll see you later.